Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Sunny Mary Meadow podcast. I am your host, Liz Bidler. We definitely have some new followers since we started. We've gained a lot of flower farmers, honestly, all over the world. Like I hear from people in Australia and the United Kingdom and, you know, not just within the United States. And I'm just going to give a little brief overview of the Sunny Mary Meadow podcast, Sunny Mary Meadow coaching that came from the Sunny Mary Meadow podcast, and just kind of a little more of an informative episode and do with the information as you wish. We'll put it that way. So my original goal with this podcast was to make a deeper connection with my current customers that I already have. And by my current customers, I mean, I sell, as we're entering next summer, I should sell around 5,000 bouquets. Year one, I sold 200. I donated 200 to a nursing home, so 400 total. The next year, it was about 1,000. The next year after that, it was a little over 2,000. This last year, I think it was probably like between 3,800 and 4,200 based on what I grew. But then we did a lot of wholesale last year too. So there was probably closer to 5,000 total bouquets if you include those. But this next year, I think it's going to be closer to that 5,000 mark just on what we grow. And I will be doing less wholesale because I'm experimenting with more season extension and really looking at, you know, what my end goal is with products, but we're adding weddings and I'm going to do more wholesale to florists. And but the way I have structured my business is I really only have about 500 customers, which sounds like a lot but not really because most of them buy about 10 bouquets a piece. I probably have, actually, I probably have less customers than that. I probably have 350. I have a lot of subscription holders. And then there's people that come to multiple stem bars or multiple UPICs a year, or, you know, that subscription holder will book a private event with a 12 person UPIC and they'll bring their friends out. So that person bought 10 subscriptions and booked a private UPIC. So basically that person more or less bought 22 bouquets. Even if they weren't paying for them all, they were the contact point. They were the person. And so really it's going deeper, but not wider with my customer base was kind of the model that I built my business around. And my nursing home sponsorships, I started out, you know, customers could buy one, give one to a nursing home, but that was just so much, honestly, it was so much work. I didn't have the resources to do it, to follow up with every single customer individually and keep track of them all. So then I started doing nursing home subscriptions and customers could pay for multiple bouquets to a nursing home, but that was still just confusing and, you know, people thought it was great, but like for individuals to pay for it is hard. So then I turned it into a business sponsorship and, you know, that's a huge way to like keep reusing every stem. And then I have my picks and people can come pick their own. And then of course I have my stem bars and I did, I think I did close to $20,000 in stem bars last summer. People went nuts over them, but it was a lot of trial and error and it was a lot of work to get them to be profitable because just because sales were great, there's a lot of potential for waste for stem bars and it's all just, you know, timing of things And so anyway, when I started this podcast, these customers that buy my flowers, I thought this would just be a cool way for them to like learn how the flowers grow and behind the scenes and just another way to go deeper with my current flower customers that buy flowers. That was my intention with this podcast. And what ended up happening was 
Yes, there are a lot of customers that listen to it, but for the most part, the people that buy my flowers, they don't care how they're grown because if they cared how they're grown, they would grow them themselves. And so what ended up happening was I repeatedly get emails asking me not necessarily how to grow the flowers, but how to sell the flowers. And there are a ton of resources out there already about how to grow flowers. And honestly, my goal was, okay, well, let's see see where this is going with the podcast because our numbers were doing great. We've been doing well. And so I did a poll in my Instagram stories. And you guys know that, or not all of you know, because some of you are new, but I've only got less than 5,000 followers on my Instagram, but I have 1,300 people that watch my stories every single day. I have an email list of customers on sunnymarymeadow.com and I think there's a total of like 2,500 contacts, probably 300 in the last three years have unsubscribed. So there's like 2,200 like active subscribers to my email and over 1,300 people open my email every single week between 55 and 60% open rate for the last three years. And I'm really proud of how I built that email list and the loyalty to my customers and that access I have and the repeat customers. It's a small but mighty audience. And so in my Instagram stories, I was like, well, I don't know if these people are local, if they're other flower farmers, but let's just see. I said, hey, if you're a flower farmer and you're willing to fill out a survey about some podcast topics I'm looking at doing, I would love to have you fill it out. And I had about 30 questions on there. And I just was curious, who's my audience? Who's listening to the podcast? Who is it? And 274 people filled out the survey. And of those 274 people, I asked them, what is your goal for selling flowers? Is it to make enough money to pay for your hobby of growing flowers? Is it to supplement your regular income as a lucrative side hustle? Or is your goal to quit your job and replace your current income like I did? I used to be a full-time nurse practitioner and now I do this full-time. And honestly, like I'm going to keep doing the nurse practitioner job, but it's starting to get in the way of my flower farming. It's starting to get in the way of my coaching because I'm having a lot of opportunities come with the podcast, with things that that one set day a week is actually... (laughs) It's really getting in the way of my career. Like this little side hustle of being a nurse practitioner is getting in the way of my career as an author and podcast host and primarily flower farmer. And I know that sounds crazy. And you probably wonder, like, how do I pay myself? How do you do that? But it is possible. So I think, you know, those 71% of those 274 people, you know, their goal is to do what I did. And if I'm going to be honest, I am not the best person out there at growing flowers. I am competent but I am not perfect. There are a lot of people that are better at growing flowers than me, but I am better at selling the flowers than I am at growing them. It just comes easier to me. It's fun. I love crunching the numbers, figuring out what customers want, how to make them happy, you know, trial and error. How can I do this to be more profitable? Oh, take a step back. That was too far. Like, let's figure this out. I love looking at the spreadsheets, looking at the numbers, looking at the analytics of who who opened my emails and who actually clicked the link and who actually bought it? What percentages there are? How can I phrase my wording differently? How can I be more intentional about what I'm doing so that I'm not wasting my time and calling it marketing, scrolling through Instagram, whatever it might be? But the fact is my business is not growing flowers. My business is selling flowers. If I don't sell the flowers, I don't make any money. And so, you know, right now I came up with this plan 
like I said, to just sell every single stem. I started following a lot of other big flower farmers on Instagram and they will tell you over and over again, throwing flowers in the compost pile is just part of the deal. It's just part of it. And I'm not kidding when I say I sell every stem. I shouldn't say I sell out at every single event, but I have a plan for them. I structure my week so that I can reuse them safely. Like I do most things at my farm so that they don't leave the cooler very often. And I sell every stem. That's my goal because they are a perishable product. And it wasn't until I started buying flowers wholesale once in a while to supplement and, you know, do some off season stuff that I started really seeing the value of my own stems, my own snapdragons, my own sunflowers, my own dahlias, lisianthus, whatever. And you know what, just because I grew them doesn't mean they're free. And even if I grew them from seed, doesn't mean they're free. And I think the other part that makes me successful as a flower farmer is I value my time as a nurse practitioner. It is not hard to Google what a nurse practitioner makes, and that's what I value my time at per hour. And don't get me wrong, I will honestly say I feel like I work harder than just about anyone. I am a really hard worker. I always have been my whole life, but I'm trying really hard to be intentional about working smarter, not harder, and finding the right person for the job, finding the things that I enjoy, finding the things that I am good at, Finding the things that, okay, well, if I'm doing this, what am I not doing instead? What is the best use of my time and who can I find to help me do that part? So I found when I started the podcast that I kept getting these questions of people who looked at my farm and thought, you know what, that's where I want to be in a couple years. So I want to find out how she got there. And I would get, I mean, 10 to 20 emails a day. I'm not kidding. And I still get quite a few. And that's totally fine. You're allowed to shoot your shot. You're allowed to ask me how I do something, but I don't have time to answer them all because it's not a short answer. The fact is, how do you do that? How do you do that? How do you do a STEM bar? How do you do a nursing home sponsorship? None of that is a simple answer. It's all pretty complex. And it's because of all the little things that you do together that makes the whole business successful. How do you get to the point of hiring employees? How do you get to the point of taking a couple days off? How do you spend your afternoons at the lake when you're selling that many bouquets? How do you do that? And I'm not saying I spend all my afternoons at the lake, but it was the goal to get there once a week last summer and we did it. So if you're new here, if you're new to the podcast, my husband actually passed away in 2020. I found out I was pregnant the day after the funeral and it's a whole big thing. It's a whole thing. I'm on his family farm and I am getting married next year, sooner than later. Hint, hint. Anyway, Brent, flower farmer fiance is what we call him. And then I have a two and a half year old and a six year old. So that's like my little story about my family farm and where we live. But I remember telling Brent, I want a high tunnel so bad, but there's only one person I know that has one. This was a couple of years ago, like in our area that grows, you know, ranunculus. And I want to know how she does it. And, and he's like, just email her. He's like, tell her you'll pay her 250 bucks if we can go there on a Saturday and see her high tunnel. And I did. And she said, no, <laughs> like, And I remember thinking, why? Why would you say no? And she's three hours away. Like she's straight, you know, I'm not going to say what direction because then you'll probably Google where that is. But she's like, no, thanks. And she literally said, I worked really hard to figure things out the hard way. And that's kind of how I feel. Like she wasn't willing to help, even though I was willing to pay her. I was going to give her $250 to go look because I thought, okay, like let's, let's make it worth her time. If we're there for two or three hours, I'm probably going to ask some follow-up emails what is her time worth? You know, if she's going to spend maybe three or four hours giving me this expertise, I thought it was a valuable amount, but 
I guess I was wrong. Again, you're allowed to shoot your shot, but you can't get upset if someone says no. You have to be comfortable with hearing the word no. Honestly, it's not about that I don't want to help people. It's just if my name is going to be on something and I'm going to tell someone how to do something as important as potentially their livelihood in a business, I want to do a good job with it. And so I decided to create a course called Peddling Perishable Products. And we're just finishing up the first group. I had 15 people put their faith in me and invest in this course and we're almost done with it. I'm not going to lie. I don't think it's the perfect setup. I'm proud of the content and the lessons that I've taught. I think they have got a huge return on their investment. I just want to kind of restructure some of how the Q&As work or, you know, just not everyone is able to meet at noon on a Tuesday if we do a live, you know, questions. Um... So there's modules, there's videos, there's downloads, there's handouts. And I literally just put together everything that I wish I had known when I was like in year two. Honestly, if you're just starting out, you've never done anything, this course might be a little overwhelming because I don't think it's quite an intro to flower farming because it it might be a little much. But there is a lesson on sales and marketing, setting up an email campaign, how to use your social media to connect with customers and how to use your email as sales, pricing with confidence, how to set realistic revenue goals for your business, how to transition your business from seasonal to year round, how I structure my business, my payments, how I get revenue every single month of the year, even though I have flowers six months out of the year. I show you exactly what my sales are every single month, what products I sell and how much of it I sell and what expenses are. And I feel like that's a pretty vulnerable thing to share with someone, but how do you know where you want to get or what you're capable of if you don't see that? And I feel like that alone is pretty invaluable in the cost that you spend on this course to get that information. I show you how I do my books, how I pay myself, how I keep my sales tax straight, I teach you how to approach other businesses for collaborations and how to stand up for yourself if partnerships seem one-sided, but also give some tips and tricks on making sure that you're not the one screwing over another business because collaborations need to go both ways. I tell you exactly the types of insurance I have, laws, requirements, agritourism, agritainment. I'll give you a copy of my policy and tell you who my agent is so you don't have to go digging around because trust me, I spent dozens of hours trying to find the right coverage. I teach you you know, the steps to get an LLC, or if you don't want to do it yourself, I'll give you access to an amazing lawyer that will do it for you. From there, you know, I'll show you how to get an EIN, how to open a business bank account, and just everything that took me so long the hard way that it's like all of these little lessons. Okay, here you go. Here you go. Here it is. Here's a shortcut. I show you exactly what letters I send out to my nursing home sponsorships, how I get the businesses to sign up because it's not just them paying for the flowers, right? You need to add some other value and show them what is in that and what that includes. I show you how to get a successful program up and running from the get-go. Right now, there are currently two group coaching opportunities. I shifted it the second time and I think that's what I'm going to continue doing Instead of a live Q&A where people can just ask questions, I showed people how to use Printify, like a print-on-demand source. I talked about wholesale pricing. I literally shared my screen and showed them exactly how I send my MailChimp newsletters out, all of that. And then I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to let people submit questions for the Q&As. And if they think it's a question that the rest of the group would benefit from, I'll answer it. And it's 
kind of nothing is off limits. You know, someone's like, well, what website platform do you use? How do you set that up? Where do you buy your plugs from? Any questions like that? I'm a pretty open book for the group coaching. And then at the very end, you get one phone call with me for one hour and you can ask any final questions you might have just to make sure that you have access to that. So my business for selling flowers is Sunny Mary Meadow. So sunnymarymeadow.com. My Instagram is at sunnymarymeadow, Facebook, sunnymarymeadow. But my coaching is sunnymarymeadow.coaching on Instagram and sunnymarymeadowcoaching.com. So if you go to the coaching page, I do have some a la carte courses, the 30-day done-for-you social media courses on there. And then there's another little mini course called Secrets of Sold Out Stem Bars. If you purchase Secrets of Sold Out Stem Bars, you're going to get a video of everything, tips, tricks, teaching you all about stem bars, brocade recipes, supplies checklist, advertising checklist, ways to reduce your expenses and increase profitability, workflow tips to enhance your customer service, your customer experience, point of sale recommendations, just all of that packaged into one little thing. And I will tell you my stem bars, I sell anywhere from $800 to $1,200 at every single one. So that $97, you will make it back. I teach you, you know, how to make them profitable. So even if your sales aren't that great, at least you didn't, you know, lose money on them because they can vary so much and they can take a lot of time to set up and tear down, especially if you're bringing them to another place, you end up throwing away the flowers that you didn't sell, peddling perishable products. You know, you can do a lot of work to be like, wow, I sold $100, but I did 20 hours of work. Holy cow. Like when you figure picking all the flowers or whatever it might be, advertising it, posting it on social media. I show you exactly how I host it on my website, what plugins I use on my website, exactly how I do it, the timeline of I do it. I give you yeah, the advertising checklist. So all of that is in that course. Now, if you buy the Secrets of Sold Out Stem Bars, everyone who has bought that so far, I'm going to send them an email and I'll say, hey, here's a $97 off coupon for peddling perishable products because peddling perishable products includes secrets of sold out stem bars. So I'm basically refunding you sold out stem bars if you decide to join peddling perishable products. So the next group of PPP, as we call it, starts March 1st. And what ends up happening is if you go to this episode link, there is a calendar. It's or Calendly is the app that I use, but you click on it and you can actually schedule a one-on-one phone call with me. You can tell me exactly about your flower farm, where you live, what your sales are, what your problems are, what you're hoping to get out of this course. And I will be honest with you and tell you if I think I can help you. Because I don't want anyone to do this course if they're not ready for it, if they're still focusing on growing flowers. I don't want you to think you're getting something and then have it be something else. So I would rather honestly just talk to you, answer any questions you have. I'll be honest with you. I'll be like, I don't think this is what you're looking for. I don't think I can help you. Or I don't think you're quite ready for something like this or whatever. And it's not... It's not that advanced. It's not like I'm a genius. I'm a nurse practitioner. You know, I didn't go to school for horticulture. I didn't go to school for business. I'm not this guru. But that's, I think what makes me relatable is I am not 20 steps ahead of you. I'm four or five steps ahead of you and I'm helping accelerate you. I'm that guide. You know, you can either get thrown into the jungle with a machete, a map and some matches and say, good luck. Or you can go there with someone, you know, it's kind of like Jumanji, the guy who's lived in the jungle. I'm, I'm Jumanji. I've been in the jungle. I can show you and be your guide. 
That's all a mentor is. It's someone who has been where you want to go and has the heart of a teacher and wants to show you how to do it. And I truly believe that my nurse practitioner experience has led me to this. I used to be a primary. I still do video visits and I help people that have pink eye or colds or back pains or miss work or whatever. But I used to be a primary care provider. And that level of teaching and helping people and helping them find the right resources to help themselves really is a strong background in what I'm doing here. I will be launching another course within Sunny Mary Meadow Coaching soon. It's called Crop Planning for Your Cut Flower Farm. And essentially, I walk you through the process of how I decide with this volume, how I decide what to grow. I do have a really large area that I could grow on, but it's expensive to grow more than what you need, but it's stressful to not have enough. So I walk you through the steps. I have three very detailed scenarios. I share my spreadsheet with you so you get that. You get blank ones to edit yourself. And so you figure out, okay, what is blooming in your area during each week? How many bouquets do you need? How do you figure that out? I have the spreadsheet that adds it all up for you. How many stems you're going to need per week? What is blooming during those weeks? Work backwards, figure it out. I show a very detailed example of a flower farm that sells 370 bouquets a year, just annually during the hot summer months. I show you another flower farm, and that's in subscriptions and farm stands. Then I show you another scenario of a flower farm that has about 1,200 bouquets a summer. They do some tulips in the spring, and in the summertime, they do primarily U-Pick and a few subscriptions. And then I show you the exact details of my flower farm, basically mid-April through the end of September, because I never plan on any sales after the end of September. Everything there is just gravy because of when our frost might come. And so I show you exactly how I figure out what and how much to grow based on the needs of those farms. And so I walk you through all of that. So that course will be coming out soon. I get asked a lot if I would do some more one-on-one coaching. Last summer, I did a few one-on-one phone calls where people would pay a certain dollar amount. And, you know, I think it was like a hundred bucks for a phone call with me for an hour and ask me anything phone call. And I firmly believe they got a lot of value out of it. However, unless there's goal setting, unless it's like a basic knowledge, like, you know, you think you have a question, you need an answer. You have a question, you need an answer. And maybe what you need to learn is the adaptive process of thinking and not a quick technical fix. And so I don't know where the coaching piece is going to go with this. I firmly believe that, you know, if you had another, a couple other flower farmers that you could go through and, you know, okay, here's my PL statement. Here's my profit and loss, you know, and you can compare year to year and, you know, you have your QuickBooks and you have all that. Flower farming is a business. It shocks me how many people have no idea how much money they made last year. That was another thing in that survey monkey poll. They're like, I don't know how much money I made. What do you mean you don't know how much money you made? How much money is in your bank account, in your business bank account? Like how much money is your flower farm worth? How much are you paying yourself? I don't get it. And so I'm teaching you how I do it and I'm showing you how I do it and I'm pulling back the curtain. And where I really think it would go in the direction of coaching is, Maybe we have tiny little masterminds and they're led by a coach and maybe people who take my Peddling Perishable Products course. I mean, of the 15 that are in there right now, they're all amazing. They are all smart. They are all going to run great businesses. I know they are, but there's a few of them that I'm like, you have the heart of a teacher. You are a natural leader. I can see it. Like 
you've got the stuff. And I would love to have them like lead a small group someday. And so where do I see Sunny Mary Metal Coaching go? I don't know, but maybe like the cream of the crop that have taken Peddling Perishable Products, Cohort 1. We have this next group starting in March, maybe three or four people out of there. Like I offer them a job. Say, hey, do you want to be a coach for Sunny Mary Metal Coaching? You already know the stuff. You've already learned the stuff. Like, I don't know. And that's okay. And I think one of the biggest things with business is you don't want to be so focused on what it's supposed to be. Because if you're like, well, this is going here. And that's that's what we said the whole time for this podcast. We don't want to plan too much on what the end goal is or what it's supposed to be because we might miss out on what it could be. If an opportunity comes, we want to be flexible enough to see where it goes. And so I don't know with Sunny Mary Metal Coaching. We'll see. But right now, I feel like we're providing resources. We're having fun. If you go and listen to one of my earlier episodes, it's probably, I don't know, a month back or so. So maybe like, eight episodes back. If you click on the episode that says Flower Farmer Forum, I would love to have you join us in January. It is coming together so amazing. There are over 20 flower farmers in the Midwest joining us for a full day, huge workshop. I asked everyone, do you want it to be social or do you want it to be informational? And everyone was like, teach me. I want education. I want to leave with knowledge. And that's what we're doing. We are going to have a videographer there to record all the panelists and all the modules there. So Flower Farmer Forum will be available to purchase online all of the content when it's all said and done. If you live far away, just watch for that. But if you are at all interested in peddling perishable products, please feel free to schedule a phone call with me. I would love to just see if it's a good fit for you. Otherwise, honestly, we get we do a lot of freebies. We give away a lot of free stuff. We do a lot of webinars. We do a lot of teaching on like social media for your business. Abby, my podcast producer, is amazing at social media. She helps with a lot of mine. So sunnymarymeadow.coaching on Instagram is where you'll find the coaching stuff. Sign up for my Sunny Mary Meadow coaching newsletters. Follow for the webinars, whatever you might be, or just keep listening to the podcast. We have a lot of really good, exciting things coming up right after the new year. I'm going to kick off a three-part mini-series. I'm literally going to tell you how I would start a flower farm with a budget of $100, $1,000, or $10,000. We're going to do a three-part mini-series. And at the end of it, we're going to do a webinar of, okay, now the business thing. So the other part is what I would grow, what I would invest in as far as like what order I would do high tunnel irrigation, fabric, you know, all those things, plugs, trays, whatever it might be. So that's going to be a three-part mini-series in starting a flower farm with $100, $1,000, or $10,000. And then at the end of it, we're going to walk you through like, okay, brand new, what business things would I do? Like, okay, I'm going to start a Facebook page and I'm going to start an Instagram page and I'm going to connect them so that they post together. And then I'm going to go get a website, but I'm going to use a free WordPress. But no, I'm going to do the $18 a month domain. And then I'm just going to have a contact form. I'm not going to take point of sales off my website because that's going to cost too much money from the very beginning, but we need a place for a landing page. I'm so excited to show you like, with all the knowledge I have now and all of the trial and errors and way more failures than successes in the last few years that got me where I am today with my flower farm, I would love to tell you like what I would do differently if I was starting from scratch. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. If the pedaling course is not for you, then it's not for you. And that's okay. And that's honestly one of the biggest lessons that I've learned in business is you're not for everyone. Not everyone's going to be your customer and that's okay. But I still think we're going to offer a lot of value to you if you want to keep listening to the podcast. And thank you so much for being here. 
Thanks for listening to the Sunny Mary Meadow podcast. I'm your host, Liz. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe and rate us. You can find us on Instagram, Pinterest, and Facebook at Sunny Mary Meadow. Subscribe to our email newsletter at sunnymarymeadow.com. And if you have questions or comments or anything to say, we would love to hear from you. You can email us at podcast at sunnymarymeadow.com. Flowers, flowers, we love flowers. Sunny Mary Meadow, they smell so good. Sunny Mary Meadow dot com.